Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our first official episode of the Box Office Report with myself and my co-host, Larry, from Chili Boy Productions. Larry, hello. Hey, we back with a new name, a new brand. <laughs> new name, a new brand, everyone. I figured we can use the change a little bit. So what was once the Box Office Beatdown show is now the Box Office Report with Larry and Dwayne or Dwayne and Larry, whatever flows off the tongue a little better. Larry, how you doing? How's your weekend been? What? That's it? Nothing? It's Eternals weekend, and like all of our closest Dang. friends are like, you know, all in agreement. Thank you God. Know? Ain't gotta <laughs> kill nobody. Uh, Hannah literally said in the review yesterday, in the spoiler review, that she doesn't have to get bullied by you. So she's happy <laughs> that she liked it. <laughs> Mom, I, Mom Dukes loved it. You know, she had fun. Hannah mom finally lo- loving female directors. We love to see it. <laughs> My mom loved her some Macari. Yes. So, um, it's Eternals weekend, everyone. And during Eternals weekend, we are going to be talking about its box office because we are talking about the box office for the weekend of November 5th. And we had the opening releases for Marvel Studios Eternals. And I think that was the only big release this weekend. Was there any indies? I don't think so. I mean, Spencer opened. Spencer opened a little bit. Um, yeah, we can talk about that. Um, okay, so let's get into our number one spot, everyone. If you've never heard our box office show before, we go through the top five, and then we go into predictions. No, we go into the top five, and then we go into other stories from the weekend, and then we go into predictions for next week. So without further ado, let's get into number one. What came number one, Larry? So coming in at the top spot was Eternals, which made $71 million over its opening weekend. Worldwide, the film brought in $161.7 million after outperforming fellow films in Black Widow and Shang-Chi in several international markets for that first weekend. Uh, yeah, I think this is a solid number. Uh, Marvel fans, you don't have to hit the panic button this is okay it's a little bit was this is this a little bit lower than shang chi yeah shang chi was 75 shang chi was 75 black widow was still the highest mcu of the year so far with 90 i think it was like 90 for black widow 80 for black widow um so wow so the the mcu films this year they've just they've been around that range huh been consistent 70 to 80 mil is the hot spot for mcu right now um, Spidey can break that, which I'm sure he oh, can. I'm sure he can. Uh, yeah. So I think with the Shang Chi, Shang Chi just looked a little bit, a little bit more exciting to audiences, probably. Uh, and then this one kind of felt it still it still had all the MCU branding and marketing and stuff. But I can definitely understand if it looked a little bit more not as like fun as a Shang Chi. I loved it, but you know, um, that's probably how general audiences was gauging throughout the weekend people mcu fans but then some mcu fans were like eh, you know i can skip this one and stuff but i think 70 71 is really strong uh when movies get around this number um, around the time that we're in i think these numbers are really really good nothing to panic over uh i know what neither of i ne- neither of us was expecting anything crazy like over 100 million or anything no, like no. that and this movie. is right in line with all the predictions. We're 70 mil, pretty much. 70, and yeah. That's where it came. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I predicted around like 75, maybe a little bit lower. But um, yeah, I'm definitely not surprised by the number. I think it's really good. They were in 4,000 theaters. So maybe you can use that as like a, eh, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I think the number is pretty solid. I think the worldwide was uh, pretty good. Uh, are they opening in China yet? <clears throat> no, and it, I don't know if they will. Um, yeah. uh, actually, I don't think Black Widow or Shang-Chi, none of them have opened in China this year. Mm-hmm. None of the MCU films. So mm-hmm. I know Chloe has uh, controversies in China, as, as did Shang-Chi, also had controversy in China. Plus mm-hmm. the whole gay kiss thing, uh, we already heard it got banned in several Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern. countries mm-hmm. because they wanted Disney to cut that the, the gay kiss and Mar- Marvel and Disney refused. So... Mm-hmm. It's going to have that going against it, I guess. But obviously it didn't make too big of an impact because it has the second highest international debut of the year. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think this is, I think it's really solid. I also think it's, I also think it's good for how long the movie is too. Uh, Movies about is is around two hours and 37 minutes. Uh, So I think with that runtime, uh, you're you're just generally not going to get much like an Avengers. You're just generally not going to get the the higher, 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 higher crazy box office. And I mean, comparing it to two others, just based on runtime, it's higher than No Time to Die and it's higher Mm -hmm. than Than Dune. Uh, and all three of them have very lengthy run time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, they all um, opened well. They're actually our top three, spoiler alert. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's hard. It's hard when your movie is so freaking long to to get those huge numbers. Which I, I still go back and just look at that endgame number and how crazy that is. Um, but, I mean, I, had, um, I don't know if we'll see anything like it for a long, I long time. I'm telling everyone. I know Kobe is like on his like he's like, dude, Spider Man can that break? No, <laughs> that is not doing no 350 in December. Absolutely not. At this um, point, we're just gonna celebrate Spider Man being the first film to break a hundred. Like we still haven't we haven't even gotten a movie to get a hundred mil yet in the post pandemic. And era, it's not so. like we haven't gotten big ones. There have been some big ones. Yes. Um, so I'm very interested to see what's gonna be because. What if Spider Man like goes gets like ninety eight? I I think with the second trailer and the marketing, the that's gonna ramp up. I think I, I heard today they're gonna drop a poster about fucking time. But um, maybe with that yeah, one that, that, might, start, that might be a detriment. That might not be actual marketing. That might be like oof. Yeah, I agree. The list. Oh, I agree. I I I hope. I I want Spider Man to be the first movie to do it because what you know with the character and the MCU and uh, what they're teasing, I think it'd be big if it opens to a open over a hundred. But uh, we'll have to see and stuff. But uh, yeah, all around for Eternals, I think it's a solid number. Uh, yeah, let's um, get. Go ahead. It's, it's great. I'm I'm glad to see it. They're not. Like, this is real obscure. Like Shang Chi, none of us you know knew all that much about, but it didn't seem as. Uh, like, I don't know. As non MCU or something. Yeah, like that. as this. Like, it, it looks right Black, up MCU's alley. Yeah. And then Black Widow was a known character. Uh, yeah. You know, even if her movie was years late to the game, she still mm-hmm. is a known character that people like. So naturally, that's the biggest opening for the MCU right now. I don't think any of us are really shocked at Black Widow being the big one so mm-hmm. far. Um, so I think, yeah, I think this is a good number. I'm shocked that Venom is still the biggest opening over all the Marvel movies. That's what really shocks me. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's uh it's impressive on their part because I mean I don't I don't I don't get it. But I mean there's there's a big audience for that character 
Um, and it's not even like mm-hmm. we we saw a thing when it comes to Venom. We saw a thing where okay, the the first one did good, but in the sequel, good luck. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. after the response of the, but I mean the sequel only did pretty. It only did better. So uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean. Yeah, overall, um, I think with these obscure MCU characters they're gonna try to bring out for movies, I think this is where I think this is where they, most of them are gonna fall. Quite frank, um, if Miss Marvel was a movie, I think it would fall like probably around this number, or like mm-hmm. in the sixties, something like that. You know. And I just um, feel I know yeah. we got Far From Home, which opened big, yeah. but I feel like we're still in that post endgame i i don't know you know we got so spoiled with these huge debuts from black panther from thor ragnarok from the Mm spider-man movies from obviously Mm -hmm. the avengers movies from captain Mm -hmm. marvel we're just opening astronomically huge leading up to endgame the the end of an era in marvel and you really felt it like the stakes were getting huge the hype was just reaching something and all of those movies other than like maybe the ant-man uh film uh leading into endgame just opened at a massive number and i think that kind of skewed our expectations for marvel that everything they ever release is going to be up in this hundred million plus range i'm already seeing people who report box office trying to call this a a a really bad it's the solo it's the solo effect because solo opened to like what wasn't like 80 something yeah which is a great number but it was deemed a a a flop a flop can you imagine having an 80 million dollar flop you know what I mean? It was considered a flop when that came out. Uh, then you had like, you know, then you get like movies like Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians 2 opened really well. Uh, yeah, all those, all those movies, we, we, I think just MCU fans got really conditioned to these movies opening up so massive, over 100. So then if you get below... 100 year ah no one cares which you know ant-man no one cared like honestly but like you know when you but when you get into like the captain marvels like you said and black panther and of course the avengers and far from home and stuff like that it gets it's insane seeing how they open so i'm very intrigued to see i'm not even counting uh no way home right now and uh but i'm i'm very curious to see how multiverse of madness and like thor love and thunder and all those movies open when they come and, out. and it'll be interesting because we're in this new phase like yeah you can point to black panther and captain marvel but they came out late in the phase and were new characters but they were still tying into a universe we had already known for what eight years by the time black panther came out and yeah. right now we're back to square one the story, the characters that so many of us loved and knew are gone or haven't really been introduced. And we're getting movies like Black Widow, which are going back in time. And then the other movies are brand new characters who don't have a tie-in to that mm. previous story. So Shang-Chi and Eternals, they they really have nothing to do with what we've seen in the MCU so far. So that's going to be the advantage, I think, for... Obviously, No Way Home, but even Multiverse of Madness and Thor is, I mean, they're holdovers, you know, those are going to be, those are characters we have spent a decade with in Thor's case, or, you know, several films with at this point. And, you know, I don't know, I think the expectation for Shang-Chi and Eternals 
to be able to perform like those is it doesn't really line up when you look at Thor, when you look at Captain America, when you look at even the first Iron Man, all of these intro characters when they first debuted early in the first MCU phase, they were opening around these numbers or or lower. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I think the expectation just got skewed by how massive the universe had gotten to close it out. Which I think as, which I really honestly think it's impressive as a brand um, just to have that, just to have people have people think that when you open to this number, it's not a good number when in reality it's a really good number and stuff, um, you know, especially for the obscure characters. That's why I feel like we're only going to get more of these obscure characters and stuff like that because, hey, I'll, I'll take opening, you know, a, a moon night or something opening up to to like 80 million 70 million you know blade so I, opening in this range will be awesome would I be think. great yeah um you know so i i i, I think I, i'm i'm certain most studios would kill for these kind of numbers on a regular you know what oh, i mean yeah. um you, you think like <laughs> you think like birds of prey you think if birds of prey open to like to like 65 or 70 they would be like they'd be scoffing at that they'd, they'd be praising for that kind of number like you know dc when it comes to that character, or even something like Shazam didn't even open up to this. Shazam, you know? so, Justice League didn't open to this, right? So I just think, I just think when it yeah, Suicide Squad, they would, they uh, the Suicide Squad would have killed for a seventy-one million dollar opening. You know, when and it comes, that's it. To that. I mean, none of so, them. DC, uh, like we're saying right now, DC does not consistently open to seventy million ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. we talked about it with no uh, James Bond. As an entire franchise, this very old franchise has never been able to really consistently open in this. Mm -hmm. Really, the only time they did were Spectre and Skyfall. That's the the peak. Um, even Star Wars, um, which is probably the next close one, I would say to Marvel, because even the mm -hmm. prequels, as they dwined, uh, went down. They they were able to open big, but. Uh, and that's the problem. Like you said, Solo is a great example. Star Wars opens big most every time. And then when they open to 90 million, it's suddenly a flop. And it's like, what? Yeah, that's, I, what, I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was like, can you imagine calling these films a flop? Because they open to a number like this, you know. So yeah, even um, even other beloveds like Pixar can't open mm -hmm. like this. Disney Animated Studios doesn't consistently open like this. Like nothing does. When seventy one million is seen as a flop, I mean, you have to be pretty blessed. <laughs> yeah. No. Agreed. Agreed. So and I don't think I'm this sure. Is a flop, so. Yeah. Uh, so I'm honestly, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're, uh, they're good with these numbers, you know. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to number two. What do we got? So coming in at number two is Dune, which falls from the number one spot for the first time, bringing in 7.6 million, which is a 50.6% uh, drop from its second week of release. Now, after three weeks of release in the U.S. and Canada, it has made 83.9 million domestic and 330.4 million worldwide. Uh, I think this is solid. I mean, I'm sh I'm sure they knew, even they knew that they were going to get slaughtered by Eternals yeah. when <laughs> ever Eternals came out and stuff. Eternals is probably going to be the number one movie for at least 
the next week or so, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think the week after is like something bigger and stuff like that. But I, I think this is, I think this is solid. Uh, we talk about the HBO max numbers, 50% drop is not surprising. Uh, 7 million, uh, still going up against, against a, uh, a, a against an eternal is solid to me. So I think this is, this it's good. Pretty good. Yeah. And Dune, um, it was still in the 60s, like we predicted. Yeah, it's yeah. dropped from week one to week two because we were talking about that VOD. It dropped 62% from week one to week two, um, which is okay in the HBO Max era of things. <laughs> it's not the biggest, but it falls right in line. I think if you're a dual release movie, you're going to drop in the 60s. Oh, the absolutely. Period. There's, absolutely. I, I don't think we've seen much, even Suicide Squad, which opened to 20-something million, plummeted in week two. Mm-hmm. So uh, once again, that's where we're seeing the big takeaway in the HBO Max deal. Yeah. Not necessarily. Then- movies can still open big. But that second week drop has been dramatic for pretty much every single I'll I'll one. be very happy. Um I'll I'll be I'll be very happy that when they do get rid of this whole day and day release. I know I get it's a pandemic still and um at this point when it comes to vaccinations, if you ain't vaxxed, what's going on? Uh so I, I got honestly the booster out now, y'all. If you ain't yeah, vaxxed, we already I, have I'm, the booster. <laughs> I am just, I just think these movies are, are suffering from the day and day release. Um, you know, I, I'll be, I'm so glad the Batman did not come out this year. Although as much, as bad as I want to see it, I'm glad it's not going to have to go, go up against that next year when it comes yeah. out. So yeah, um, I'll sure. be, I'll be really happy when this is all done, when this is all done for Warner Brothers and stuff like that. And I'm sure these directors, these actors are excited for that as well, you know? Because yeah, I, I these movies. It's time for these movies to open up big again. Uh, box office has been suffering for a really, really long time, and I think doing that to you know doing taking away the the at home is only gonna help box office going forward. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think we gotta just let this whole thing kind of die. Okay, Larry. Uh, what came at number three? Yeah, so coming in at number three this weekend is No Time to Die. The latest James Bond flick brought in $6.18 million in its fifth weekend of release, which is a 20% drop from last weekend. The latest from the Daniel Craig era, or should I say the last from the Craig era of James Bond, <laughs> has <laughs> now... <laughs> <laughs> has now brought in 143.1 million domestic and a really stellar 667.4 really million good. dollars worldwide. Uh, I didn't that think worldwide uh, number is is great. It is is great. I didn't think no time to die was touching uh those kind of numbers. 143 domestic total is really really good. Um 6 million only only like a small drop in week we said five. Uh, I think yeah. this is really impressive. Um, I, I've continued to be impressed by No Time to Die's box office run. Um, you know, it's, it's a it's a great last hurrah. I know uh, they had a, it was like a billion to break even or whatever like that with the movie. But I think yeah. considering the, the, the delays and the times, uh, these numbers are really impressive for them. Yeah, and I think it just shows if it. I think if it could have came out 
initially before this madness and everything, uh, you know, I think it could have hit that billion mark, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. It just took a hit from all those delays and people just, I don't know, kind of losing interest <laughs> in mm -hmm. what was happening. And it still was able to pull these numbers. So I, I too, I, I think I underestimated this a little bit. Same, and same. It's, it's done really well. So yeah. I think even though, I guess, financially, they may have um they may be a little disappointed because it's not going to break even it still is has to be a win has to yeah i i thoroughly agree um i think it's impressive and i think they have to be happy with what they what they've done with the film so far so yeah. uh all right let's get to number four what do we got so coming in at number four is Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which brought in another $4.46 million in its sixth weekend of release, which is a 22% drop this weekend. The Venom sequel is now up to $197 million domestic and $424 million worldwide. Closing in on that 200 mil mark. Listen, I can't just give praise for No Time to Die. Gotta give praise to Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, this has actually been in theaters for six weeks, and it's still doing really good. Uh, fifty four million. Uh, it's it's Halloween season is is over, but it's still going strong. One ninety seven domestic is really solid. Um, yeah, what else can you say? Yeah, it's about to become the second film to cross 200 million domestic after Shang-Chi was the first one to do it. So two comic book movies. It's not going to catch Shang-Chi's overall total, I don't think. I think mm -hmm. Shang-Chi's going to reign top of the domestic hall still. But yeah, this is a, a great number for Venom. And 424 worldwide is strong as well. So again, just really, really good stuff. They they were able to move that date even weeks before it was supposed to come out and lots of juggling with venom as well. And it has still made an impact. Yeah. Agreed. 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 Um, okay. I, I'm just really astounded by this number right here. Number five. What do we, what do we have? Yeah, so coming in at number five is Ron's Gone <laughs> Wrong, which brought in $3.6 million in its third week of release. That is a 3.8% <laughs> drop this weekend. Is that the lowest drop in like a movie that's like <laughs> that's fairly early in release? Like I third mean, weekend? Third weekend, it is still, and it lost uh, almost a thousand theaters, but it's still playing mm -hmm. in over 2,600 theaters, and it only dropped 3%. Um, yeah. So to be fair, I think word of mouth is actually helping this film, because we talked a lot about how they just, terrible. I mean, Disney did not care about marketing this film at all. So yeah. it opened pretty small. It opened only at 7.3 million. But since then, it's had really small drops and has been hanging pretty tough. And I think it's just because, you know, those of us who did decide to go watch it did really enjoy it. I think the reviews were positive. The word of mouth is positive. Um, so I'm glad to see it's at least holding on and getting a 3% drop. <laughs> because yeah um it deserved better than what disney gave it at the at the opening <laughs> yeah it's really impressive I, I it just caught my eye um it actually they got they slashed 900 theaters yeah. and it still uh only dropped by that much i think it's just really impressive yeah it's a, it's a great number i'm glad to see it yeah this next number is weird what is going on which one? Oh, um, french dispatch 
so what is this? It uh, went up by 0.1%. <laughs> because, they, yeah, they added 400 theaters they added to four, it. So. It's just I've never seen uh, this little, like, 0.1% <laughs> on here. That's weird. Yeah, um, I... So going into the other stories, uh, I just want I this is the first thing I saw. Uh, Halloween Kills just Ooh. a massive drop, and I yeah. it just go it's just a, I think it's just Halloween's over. Everyone's Halloween. moving on to fall. Um, last night in done. Soho uh, went from number went from like what was it last week number three or four seven. or something like that. It was God. I um, after everything was said and done, I am actually okay. So we didn't do our box office last week. We were both yeah. very sad by last night in Soho, particularly. Yeah. Just not. I mean, that was a. I think it was shocking. But look at this. I mean, Antlers is above it already. Antlers quickly. is above it already. Spencer. That's Spencer. Shocking. <laughs> like Antlers beating out last night in Soho is is really something to me. The massive already, drop. Just to, I mean, it's ugh. just it fell out of the ether. And um, another movie I want to bring up is just the last duel. The last duel only brought in one hundred and fifty-one thousand dollars this weekend. God, wow, look at that! It's way seventy-two percent. Yeah, we have a lot of seventy percent. My Hero Academia dropped seventy-five percent. Yeah, it's a lot of drops this weekend. That, My Hero Academia, I understand because that's basically like a fan event. You know, it's like, a one. It's a one yeah, week. Thing, it's a one weekend like, yeah, thing. People yeah. run out, they go enjoy it, they have fun with their fans, and then you know, once you've seen it, you've seen it. So they're either these are the people yeah. who are just coming back or couldn't make it last week. Uh, but last night in Soho, fifty-six percent drop. Antlers, fifty-three. Uh, you mentioned it. Spencer opened very yeah. well. Uh, two point one million yeah. in less than a thousand theaters. So, so two thousand per good. theater average. I think that's really impressive. Yeah, it's uh, the second highest per theater average of the weekend yeah. behind Eternals. Uh, oh, no, third because of this. Mm-hmm. What is this? Surya Vanchi? Uh, <laughs> looks, like, looks like one of them films. where I don't even know what where, that is, but it was yeah. in under 500 <laughs> theaters and opened over a million. So that's also very impressive uh, for that mm-hmm. little film. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't know what it is. I think it's one of them. It's, it's, is it it's one of those movies. Yeah, it, it seems like a Bollywood film that came over and, and I don't, you don't we don't we see a lot of we see a lot of latinx kind of movies that kind of come over here and they do like two million dollars mm-hmm. on like a random weekend we never really see bollywood kind of break in in yeah, america so that's really impressive indeed what did why did free guy go up like yes it's still only made eighty thousand, but it went <laughs> up this weekend and, and it's out available. on blu-ray i think yeah. i think it's out on blu-ray yeah that's been a have you noticed that how weird Every time a movie releases, it's like a third time this year. It has like a bump in the box office out of the clear blue. Remember earlier in the year, Crude K was out on Blu-ray and it was still doing good in the box office. Black Widow saw a bump when it came out on Blu-ray randomly. Raya saw a bump. I don't know. Shang Chi is is on Disney Plus next week and Blu-ray. Um, so I think I think it's gonna see a bump as well, probably. (laughs) All these dang movies, uh, you could watch them for free or buy them or rent them, and people go and finally decide to go watch. Yeah. So I, I I I mean I don't know why that's a thing, but I mean hey. Get yeah. that last bit of change. So do you think this helps um, Spencer's uh, hopeful Oscar run opening this solid? Yes. I think it's only going to open up open better. Once they, once they get into more theaters, I think, yeah, this definitely does help. I would yeah. say. Obviously, Kristen Stewart right now is the buzz, all the buzz mm-hmm. and all the rage for best actress. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if the way that 
the French Dispatch has been performing might help that because the reviews weren't amazing and the reception wasn't like, you know, a typical Wes Anderson. But I don't know. It keeps trucking. I mean, it's doing quite well, actually, in the box office ever since it shocked us all in its very first weekend, <laughs> um, opening over a million in like, what, 30 theaters or whatever the hell it was. I'm insane. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's still trucking along, adding the theaters here, adding theaters there. Uh, I think it's pretty much open most everywhere now, though, right? Right, yeah. Well, which one? French Dispatch? Yeah, it's up to yeah, 1,200 theaters. I think it's one of, I think it's, uh, it's, I think it's like, it's it's done after this time, you know? Twain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I just, uh, um, real quick, what do we have uh, next week? Next week, we trying. have. It was Clifford and Belfast, I believe. Oh, is that it? Um, well, I didn't I realize so. until I saw an advertisement. Clifford is going to Paramount Plus. Um, it is? Yes. What? <laughs> so I had no clue. I randomly got like a Paramount Plus ad on something and it was in there. And I was like, oh, uh, I didn't know that was playing on Paramount Plus too. Um they, I didn't know that. It's one of those peacock things too, where it's like it's just it, you just the only one that the only studio that markets where their movie is gonna open is is H. It's Warner Brothers, and everyone else is like, okay, go see it this weekend. Also on Paramount Plus, <laughs> I think <laughs> you know. Well, this is so weird because I think they did okay advertising it for Halloween Kills, like better than mm-hmm. this. I don't know, Kate Clifford. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, I don't really see Clifford opening too much. I don't know, Larry. I, all I know is, is that I'm tired of that damn trailer. I I don't know what this is gonna open to. I don't even I don't even want to see this movie, quite frankly. But listen, what I'm excited about, and I think it's gonna open really well, and only because I keep I saw the I'm seeing the I saw the trailers twice this weekend with Eternals in Kanto. I think that's gonna do really good. You don't I think so? so? No, yeah, I said. Oh, yeah. oh, like right? Okay, right around Thanksgiving, I think that's a solid family time. And I Disney think it's gonna open to a really every yeah, year. The it's... animated films do well over Thanksgiving yeah. for Disney and Pixar. How do you feel about how many theaters is Belfast opening? I f- I feel like Belfast could pull a Spencer Oscar type numbers. of opening. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like it could. Yeah, I agree. It could break out a little bit because those trailers have been you know pumped out enough. Um. I would say maybe a little bit less than yeah, Spencer because of Kristen Stewart kind of like being, oh, you know, Oscar movie. with it, it, I, I noticed that like big stars who are usually in like, you know, like illustrious movies, like when it comes to like, you know, Charlie's Angels or like whatever she's done, you know, Underwater and stuff like that. When they get into these more obscure kind of movies, like kind of like Emma Stone and like, you know, The Favorite, um, I think audiences get intrigued with that where they see a big name. In these smaller movies, you know. Yeah. So, do, so how do you think I, that both? How do you think that looks for like uh, King Richard in a couple of weeks? I think With King Richard's going to do pretty well. November, all of his Oscar buzz right now too. Yeah, I think I think I think that's going to do pretty. I'm I'm excited because Oscar season, uh, when it comes not just Oscar season but just like award season and just end of the year movies, when it comes to these ones that are not the big blockbusters, they always seem to just do okay. You know, so yeah. and obviously we'll talk about King Richard when it's ready to come out. But especially mm-hmm. with like, you know, even if you're not a tennis fan, 
if you don't know who Venus and Serena are, I mean, come on. But uh, (laughs) so like that connection, the Will Smith being the star, it has that feel goody feel in those trailers too. Like they're real, like everyone's going to love this type of trailers. (laughs) And um, whereas Spencer is like, "Mm, this looks real art housey, but Kristen Stewart looks good. So I guess let's go watch it. By the way, that movie that we were just picking out, Sorvanchi, it's actually playing in the AMC theaters that I go Ooh. to. I just yeah, saw it. I, because... That's what I love. Is to, <laughs> I have to say, we always are like, what the hell is this? Um, <laughs> but I love to see a, a a little indie film from a different country pop into so the top well. 10 yeah. and, or pop in with over a million out of the clear blue. I always think it's fun. And I looked at the like the I looked at the uh, run the um the theater today and it's packed. Befuddled. Oh, wow. <laughs> Befuddled. But hey. The Boston, you know. they love it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, Wednesday, Clifford comes out Wednesday, the oh. 10th. It's not a weekend release. Oh, yeah. The the early nights, the the preview night is Tuesday. That's why, because they have starting times like 3.30 on Tuesday. Um, and the opening is Wednesday, which is a little surprising. So, uh, Clifford, it, the it'll, children are in school. <laughs> <laughs> so I think school, I, I think the Wednesday and Thursday it would definitely take a a good chunk from the weekend, but um I think Belfast will open to like I would say a little bit less than Spencer I feel like, like um two, you know maybe yeah yeah so around like right above like a early early two mil or or like a or like a not I won't say early two mil but you know like a a a, a, a low, low two million and yeah. then like a high one point nine I'd see yeah for, somewhere in there for I a Belfast agree. yeah and Clifford um, I don't know I'll just I'll probably watch Clifford but I'm probably about to watch that at home I really oh yeah I didn't realize maybe, maybe I'll just chill at the house and yeah. watch throw it up on Wednesday before I got the wrestling film festival I ain't got time to be going to see that right now so. I still haven't seen Spencer I have to choose a, I have to pick a day this week to go out and see Spencer I really want to see it um I missed it at the Boston Film Festival but I really want to check it out yeah. but um I think I think what I'm gonna do I think either Thursday or Friday I'm gonna do a double feature hey. and uh, Spencer and Belfast I think that's yeah. a good double feature. Because I ain't seen Clifford. I'm sorry. Dwayne said Oscars <laughs> double feature. Yeah, because I'm not seeing no Clifford. I, I don't got time for that dog. You know, I love watch me some dogs. Home. Yeah, you're right. We gotta, like we Wednesday. Gotta get you to watch the the dog movies, Dwayne. Just no, we know you, love you and Jaden. So y'all need to y'all need to stop the dog movies. I'm you hoping it's, I'm mess. hoping I enjoy it because I actually think the dog is cute. I know other people thought it was like terrifying. Mm. I think he looks Larry. cute. Um, what is you doing? But I heard it has some real questionable, like sissy type of jokes that I'm like, mm, I'm gonna have to see. I'm gonna have to see. What Wait, really? Is. Yes. So that's what I'm Lord. nervous about with Clifford. <laughs> Lord mercy. So yes. By the way, I I, I plan on seeing Eternals one more time before yes. these years in IMAX. I know it's going to still be in IMAX next week, so I'm excited. You know, the, I know what they're going to do. Put the bell. What they're going to they go put Clifford in. Actually, oh no, God. I can see them doing that, putting Clifford, Clifford in IMAX. They, they want you to be seeing that dog towering over that ass in the IMAX. 
I hope Lord. not. <laughs> I hope I hope to God. I swear if I Friday I'm off work. If I go in Friday and I see Clifford's and IMAX and I wanted Eternals one more time in IMAX, I'm 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 literally gonna be heated. <laughs> like I'm I'm going to be upset. Lord, you know? yes. <laughs> but um all right everyone, I think that's it for this week's box office uh report. I was gonna say be down Lord. But um yeah, cool. I think this is all this is it for this week. Um we'll be we'll be back maybe next week because what's what's out besides you know what i mean belfast and we'll see we'll see um if larry ain't on his messy messiness we'll be back next week um but larry let her know they can follow you thank you for joining me on this new relaunch of the show super excited to see where the box office report takes Mm -hmm. us and let us let everyone know where they can follow you you can find me at ChiliBoyYT on Twitter and ChiliBoyProductions on YouTube and Instagram. Make sure to check out all my Denver Film Festival coverage. I'll be reviewing yes, yes, Belfast yes. when it comes out, when I get to see it here. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I get to speak with Jamie Darnan on this little red carpet. That's the goal what? right now. Um, get, get there early. I reckon no. I did the, I did that on at Sundance. Just get there yeah. early. Get get some food. I know you don't eat, but just you know get. <laughs> bring some water at least yeah. or something i'm about to um, be i'm about to be a little bit ratchet because they do what they call red carpet premieres here and one of them is king richard for like the closing night I'm about to be rocking that serena williams goat t-shirt up into the damn king richard screening oh my god are you gonna be recording these <laughs> uh for- i didn't record I, I i i decided to record when i was doing sundance um and patrick was where i met pat patrick Beatty on the team um he, i he was like to record this for your for your page and i was like yeah you're sure actually you're right so um you should record these you know put yeah. them online so blow up. it should be fun hopefully yeah all right everyone that is it thank you guys for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was larry our next show is i don't know we'll see sometime thank you <laughs> sometimes sweet thank you guys for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was larry once again i'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye